First try, miss. Next try, miss. Try it again, miss. Now this snatch session went for well over three hours straight, and I missed this weight 23 times in a row, and I was physically shaking from being so fried after trying so many times. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Welcome everyone to episode 16 of the podcast. I'm Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple-time representative of the Commonwealth Games. And for this episode, I wanted to talk on a topic that I was recently inspired to talk upon through the weekly Friday at the Bar challenges that I've set over the last couple of weeks now. And there's an important part of my training that I've learned over the years in which I used to be really bad at, and that was knowing my limits, knowing when to call it a day, at least in certain exercises. And I reference Friday at the Bar challenges here because The bar has been set really high with those that have, say, placed in the top three in this challenge so far. And with people watching on people doing that, people are more obliged to potentially make sillier jumps or attempt weights that they're not confident in or should really be attempting. So, hence the reason why I'm doing this episode. So, by knowing your limits, I mean knowing how many misses at a certain weight is enough before moving on and also having a fair idea whether to attempt a certain weight or not, whether you're able to do it, or even conducting smarter jumps up to a certain weight that you're aiming to hit. So to contextualize it a little bit more, let me bring you back to yet another one of my extreme examples to make my point. I seem to have a lot more of them than I thought, but going back to 2017, so this was during the year that I was trying to qualify for the Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast where I live, and it was my first big event that I was aiming for. And I was very extreme in my pursuits to make this dream become a reality. And it showed in my fair and pretty frequent display of delusion in what I thought the trajectory of my improvements should look like throughout this process. And I was way too hard on myself and created an immense amount of pressure throughout my process on trying to make this team. And during this year, I incorporated a max out Friday into my training, which on paper is a good idea just to get some intensity in your training and also get more enjoyment out of it. But I took it way to the extreme, of course. So when it came to these Friday sessions, I would essentially max out my snatch in the morning and then max out my clean and jerk at night. And I would mix pulls in the morning and then do some heavy squats at night after clean and jerks. So when it came to this end of the week max out, two sessions during this day when I say that I pushed the limits and maxed out I mean I really squeezed the juices out what I was capable of that day and I missed all too often whether that was taking multiple multiple misses at a potential PB weight I would do that more and more as the weeks went on and this worked a lot of the time it wasn't the most mature approach obviously I remember going back to specifically when my best snatch at the time was 110 and I was gunning for a PB one Friday. 
and I was having no luck with 111. I had missed it five times, and I thought the most logical move was to go up to 112 for a fresh start in my head. After another seven misses at 112, I eventually got it, which in hindsight set a dangerous precedent that if I just kept banging my head against the wall, I would eventually get what I was aiming for. And this then leads to the instance that I was going to touch upon. So later down that same year, there was a specific instance where the pressure was really starting to build towards the end of the year for obviously making the Australian team. And I was really trying to break the 120 kilo snatch barrier. So after a few weeks of coming up short again and again, one morning when I woke up on a Friday, I looked in the mirror and told myself that day, I was not leaving the gym until I hit 120 kilos in the snatch. And then with saying that, the session began. I started to work my way up, you know, 100, 105, 110, 115, and then 120. First try, miss. Next try, miss. Try it again, miss. Now this snatch session went for well over three hours straight. And I missed this weight 23 times in a row. And I was physically shaking from being so fried after trying so many times. Not only was I physically exhausted, but emotionally as well, I was in such disbelief that I didn't live up to this unrealistic expectation that I'd given myself that morning. Essentially an ultimatum. And on that drive home, after that session, I emotionally broke down that whole drive home. And once I got home, I laid face down in bed for all of 30 minutes until I had to get back up and then head to training again for my second session. These sessions were obviously a lot more condensed this specific day because I spent most of my day bloody trying to snatch 120. And it's safe to say that this second session was absolute rubbish. As I was running on an empty tank at this point due to my childish behaviour in that previous session that had not long passed. Not only that, but the rest of the week after this session wasn't up to par either, simply just due to fatigue. Now the takeaway from this was simply when to call it a day. Missing attempt after attempt is a really immature approach and I learnt the hard way. Although I was grateful to come off injury free with a good lesson learnt. So these days when I train I'll allow one to two misses max. Perhaps three if it's a max out session and each attempt had improved and was closer to making the attempt. But any more than that, especially if the lift quality is deteriorating, it's just teaching myself to become too accustomed to missing. Essentially now when I'm going for an attempt, if I'm confident that I can make it, I'll go for it. As Miles, my coach, says, you'd want to be actually surprised if you did miss the lift. Simply iterating that the level of confidence you have to have in yourself before going for a lift. Now I have another story that relates to knowing my limits that I'd had to learn a bit later down the track than that previous story. And it doesn't exactly necessarily relate to missing a lift, but more so weighing up the options on whether it's even worth doing or not. So going back to 2019, this was during the second year on trying to qualify for the Tokyo Olympics. And I was on a pretty successful run with my strength training at the time. And I had a big goal volume number that I was gunning for in the back squat, which was a 200 kilo back squat for a set of five. And I was pushing towards this number for a while, but at this point of the program, my volume was a little lower than five, so it was sets of three and two at this point in time. 
But one session, I was feeling strong, and I thought I had it in me. And it turns out I did. But it literally took everything in me. So I'd hit 200 for 5, which should have been a set of 2 or 3. And I fought so hard to make the 4th, and especially 5th rep, that I was fried for well over a week afterwards. And it threw all my momentum out of the program and took away from the sessions that followed for the next 1 to 2 weeks. Now, in this instance, it wasn't exactly the end of the world as the peak of this training cycle wasn't ending in a competition. But if it were to, it could have potentially taken away from my final preparations because I was just too fried from overextending. So after going through this little hiccup, what I learnt was, of course, it's worth striking while the iron is hot, but just be a little more cautious when it comes to around, say, the final month before a competition and only reaching for what you feel is possible and not, you know, pushing an RPE of 12 out of 10. It may be nice to go for some outlandish number, but sometimes the risk of throwing your momentum out of the window, or obviously potentially injuring yourself, isn't quite worth the risk. So overall, with what I'm trying to say in this episode, to wrap it up, I'll finish with some points that I always try to live by in my own training. So for one, that's taking smart jumps. So Not doing a small jump followed by a big jump or doing some jump that's, you know, way too big and gonna result in me missing a lift from not exactly being prepared to lift that weight. Only attempting what I'm confident lifting that, as I said earlier, something that I will be surprised if I actually miss. And striking while the iron is hot, but also being cautious on what is on the horizon and then making the decision from there. So not overextending when there's a possibility of an important event coming up. And with that, I think I will wrap it up there because that's pretty much all I wanted to say. So as always, thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast. Obviously, next Monday, we'll be back with a new episode. And for anyone that wants to get more personalized weightlifting content through me, be sure to join the private Facebook group, just a group right where I share more things weightlifting, whether that's you know, motivational, technical, and also post the weekly Friday at the Bar Challenges. So keep your eye out on my Instagram story or in the private Facebook group. We do a challenge every week. So as I just said in this episode, if you have an important comp coming up, don't feel obliged to take part and try to lift anything heavier than you should. And remember just to run your own race during these challenges. And most importantly, have fun. The main takeaway from these competitions is community and fun. So on that note, I will see you all next week. Have a good one.